Welcome to the Kings of the North, NFC North podcast, where we cover the Vikings, the Packers, and occasionally the other two teams, uh, whoever they are, I forget. Uh, but thanks so much for joining us. Uh, we've got a big week to talk about, a really big week to talk about. I'd like to introduce uh, our esteemed panel here. Uh, first, we've got Professor Pigskin. Skull Vikes, baby! He's uh, in a very jovial mood, obviously. Get that W. Uh, We've also got the returning Beefcake. Oh, yeah. He's back from his modeling shoot. It was excellent. How did that go, by the way? Oh, it was real nice. You know, I flew out to New York for the week, uh, weekend, excuse me, and, uh, you know, just uh, got into a lot of mischief, uh, made some new friends, and uh, just had a grand old time over there. You didn't get the gig, did you? Uh, No comment. How was Eli? (laughs) As lame as he ever was. All right, and Eli, dig. And uh, <laughs> returning this week, we're so happy to have him back. Uh, Are even we? though he was, well, he was, uh, he was a very volatile guest. Uh, so we're happy to have him back. Uh, the Polish sausage is back with us, covering the bears. <laughs> Where's Jay Cutler when you need him? <laughs> <laughs> losing so, to Miami. Yeah, exactly. Right where he should be. Taking his losing ways down south. Um, well, thanks again for joining us, and let's get right into it. Let's uh, let's go with the water cooler because we got a lot to talk about. Uh, this week. Uh, first thing we're going to talk about, Beefcake, let's talk about oh. the dramatic Packers victory against the Dallas Cowboys this week. You must be elated. Oh, well, let me tell you, Rob, down on Sunday, Jerry World was electrified as its new owner showed up Sunday afternoon. New name. The new name of the stadium would have to wait until about 11 seconds left in the game as number 12 put on one of his greatest performances of all time down in Big D. No ice in this bowl, but that other Aaron, Jones that is, took the Cowboys D to school, rumbling over defenders for 125 yards and a touchdown. Whoop! 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 But the real master of the real America's team showed why he is, and yes, put it on paper, the best Quarterback of all time. Dak Prescott did a poor man's Favre impersonation, but left too much time. 73 seconds left, 75 yards, and wouldn't you know it, Devontae Adam leaps not once, not twice. Touchdown! Rename the stadium Aaron World. Packers 35, Cowboys 31. I have to say, I, uh, this is the Polish sausage speaking, by the way. Uh, I have to say, I, I find myself surprised that I actually agree with the beefcake on something. What? I, I do think that Green Bay is now officially America's team. Because, based on the obesity levels of America, <laughs> Green Bay is the best suited team Woo! to be America's team. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, if, if Green Bay is America's team, America's in the gutter right now, Beefcake. Well, uh, this is, is Trump's America. You, you, wow, <laughs> you speak for yourself because if there's one thing I am not, it is obese. That, that's true. You do keep yourself very trim <laughs> as the Beefcake. Um, oh. Well, a very dramatic win uh, oh. for the Packers. I know that, uh, Professor Pigskin, you were pretty devastated to see them uh, pull this out once you, again. You know what was sad about it? I was actually watching the first half with a, a Cowboys fan. Um, Unfortunately, yeah, well, yeah. Well, friend of the podcast, Eric Rude, uh, and um, the Cowboys got up yeah. twenty-one to six at one point, and Rude looked at me and said, 
uh, man, the Packers are going to win, aren't they? Oh, yeah. And oh, I, yeah. And I kind of was like, actually, I was thinking that, too. <laughs> uh, so the, the sad thing is not that the Packers won. It's that I expected them to win, and they did. That's the sad thing. Now, Beefcake, you've, you've, prob- you've got a oh. lot of... You've probably got a lot of uh, candidates, but oh. give us your uh, give us your award, the Beefcake Badass well, of the Week. Well, I mean, you could really give it to the whole team at this point, but I think it's pretty obvious that one player stood out above the others, and that is, yes, one of the grittiest wide receivers in the National Football League right now, Devontae Adams. Oh, my God. Um, after spending the night in the hospital 10 days earlier, after oh. a brutal, vicious hit from... The night? The dis- absolutely spending the hour in the hospital oh, please he was tweeting in like half an hour anyway faker he comes out to lead the team in receptions receiving yards and touchdowns not to mention coming back to aaron Rodgers, asking him to throw a better ball i mean come on, how badass is that it takes a lot of guts to stand up to aaron Rodgers and you know tell him to raise his level i'll well, give him that he had to bring it up yeah yeah well it's all that matters is that they won Exactly. So, just win. So baby. I'll give you that. Whatever just win. You know, this actually segues into something I wanted to talk about. Oh. And it's that after the Packers cried about that soft headshot to Devontae oh. Adams last week, it was <laughs> awfully pathetic of them to see them target Des Bryant with oh. a headshot of their own. <sighs> You've got to be joking. Was a I agree. Dirty cheap I agree. shot. And just, you know, just yeah. rise above it. You know, like, don't stoop to the left. It's just. The hypocrite, the hypocrite, uh, I'm so flustered, I, just, <laughs> I can't even talk, I'm so mad. Please, just, no, I mean, it was <laughs> disgusting. Let me like, tell you, I'm Okay, every time, every time the Vikings, uh, you know, touch a finger to somebody's helmet, then we'll, we'll start throwing penalties your way. That's well. what happens, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I do also well, have one more Packers. award for the doghouse. There's one player that, uh, <laughs> he, uh, he really disappointed me, and that is Nick Perry, uh, Number fifty-three, the pass rushers for pass rusher for the Green Bay Packers. Twice in the game, he had Dak Prescott dead to rights in the pocket. Both times, let him slip slip through his fingers. I know he only has one hand with a club on the other hand, but you got to make that play. Come on, brother. Yeah, you. Nothing makes you more mad than when a player doesn't inflict extreme punishment on the quarterback. Nick that's Perry. that's re- really what you get off on. <laughs> <laughs> No, All right. Yeah. All right. Well, a, a great another great win. Absolutely. 4-1 um, leading the NFC North. Let's move on to the other game, the big game between the Monday night football game between uh, the Vikings and the Bears. Um, this one was not not the most uh, aesthetically pleasing, let's say, especially in the first half, but Professor <laughs> it was it was gritty tough-nosed NFC North football. That's true. Uh, Professor, please get into your thoughts on uh, how the Vikings pulled this one out against a, a very resilient uh, Bears team at Soldier Field. Well, Rob, it was a warm night in Chicago, but the quality of play was ice cold in the first half. As Sam, I am not Bradford, and the Vikings offense tried to hobble to a safe space, but only found a safety. It was looking grim as Mitch and the Bears were motorboating down the field. <laughs> Uh, but Case Race Keenum, under Zimmer's watchful eye, singular, uh, turned the offense around on the way to a 2017 victory. It's not all bad news for the Bears. Uh, it's not all bad news, Bears, for the Bears, excuse me, as they found it, uh, their quarterback of the future, punter Benning Cunningham. <laughs> oh, that's an excellent jab. Um, and, and I'll just take this uh, Polish sausage. I mean, 
you got to be somewhat impressed, but uh, that was I mean, against a horrible Vikings team. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I want to talk about that. Don't you think the Vikings, for how much praise every Vikings fan gives the Vikings every preseason of how great they're going to be and how they're going to yeah. win the NFC North, That's right. don't you think they should have beaten this terrible Bears team? A way like by a way larger margin than that, they barely snuck this one out. And then uh, J- our uh, professor Pigskin and I were talking about this game earlier, and he talked about how well in the first half they had a quarterback with one leg out there. That's right. Isn't that the worst coaching decision oh. possible? Coaching's um, a big part of football, is it not, Professor Pigskin? I mean, Zimmer said that he um, passed the eye test. Um, <laughs> insert your own. <laughs> insert your own jokes here, I guess. Uh, it writes itself. Uh, yeah, I thought it was awfully, awfully dumb. And in fact, um, my dunce cap uh, is going out to the trainers <laughs> and Zimmer for playing Bradford as long as they did. Zimmer's uh, the last one who should be in charge of giving out an eye test. <laughs> clearly, yeah, it's it's um, it's a it's a melon scratcher. That's for sure. Uh, he was clearly done after like the second drive. Uh, it got to the point where like. A player like pushed our center back into Bradford, and Bradford couldn't move left or right out of the way, and just had to slowly watch himself get like trampled. It was kind of, it was pretty sad to watch. Uh, and like everyone in America was was tweeting about like why the hell is Bradford playing right now? It was, he's clearly not healthy. Um, but the fact is, the matter is that even with only one half of football, Case Race Keenum uh, sent the uh, Vikings offense scrambling towards the end zone, uh, and you know, as uh, the Beefcake so often likes to say. Just win, baby. Professor, would you say that there is a quarterback controversy in Minnesota right now? Uh, there's no controversy. I, uh, in a wow, couple of weeks, when hard. Teddy comes back, uh, he is oh, the man. Jeez, you got to be kidding Teddy. me. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'll, say this, I'll say this for my Bears. I thought that was a particularly interesting game. I don't know if I've ever seen a team, and Professor, you know much more about this game. You've studied it. Encyclopedic knowledge. I don't think I've ever seen a team – Get a safety or cause a safety. I'm not sure what the preferred uh, usage usage is there. And then also throw a a fake field goal touchdown. Yeah, that was cool. And then also do a trick two-point conversion. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, the the jet sweep into the reverse into the option. That was awesome. That was so Call a, a timeout to prevent too. a delay of game only to get <laughs> a delay of yeah. game after the timeout. If there's, yeah. if there's one play that it just – It was incredible. Uh, if, if, if there's one play or two, a series of play that signifies the Bears, I mean, that's it. You call a timeout and then you come out of it to delay a game. It, was definitely, it was definitely a brilliant showcase of terrible coaching on both sides yeah, of the I, ball. I thought we were playing the Lions there for a second. That's how bad it was. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, yeah. go ahead. I, I just have a few few final thoughts. I'm not one to complain about officiating because I know that it, it can be good or bad for both teams. But. But. but there's a big <laughs> there it here. is. The refs were incredibly ticky-tacky with the Bears. And maybe that is, you know, the rookie disadvantage. Sure, sure. Mm. <laughs> but. A- the but the the Vikings had did they come out of the half with more uh, they had the Bears had more penalties against them than the Vikings had positive yardage yeah um, <laughs> wasn't uh, you know it's a it's a funny game uh, I like to think of like you get more penalties against you for getting beat uh, so that's how I'm gonna justify it in my mind 
But next week, when I complain about the obviously biased ref against the Packers, I'll be singing a different Easy, game. easy. We'll already, get, well, we're going to get to prepared. that. Okay. Um, before, before we leave, can I just say one thing? That duck, duck, goose slash duck, duck, gray duck um, celebration is one of the best touchdown celebrations of all time. Yeah. It was, was instantly elite. memorable. Instantly memorable, and I'm surprised that it has taken this long. Yeah, it's well, that shows how much how often Minnesota's scoring touchdowns. That's all. Yep, that, that's another. That's a good point. And the best part is, damn you, uh, is that like instantly the conversation on Twitter became not like what the score was or how the game was going, but like an argument over is it duck or goose? Was yeah. it was it a Vikings player that yelled out goose, or was that that idiot Gruden that yelled uh, out it, goose? It, hey, so it was Kyle Rudolph whoa. who caught a touchdown. Uh, and yes, Gruden is kind of a blowhard. You, um, <laughs> you, you both need to just shut your trap uh, so right now. Kyle Rudolph, who scored a touchdown, was a person like going duck, 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 and then he said goose, uh, and everyone exploded. It was kind of funny to see because like Stephen Diggs like got up right away, but then like the offensive linemen were like slowly struggling up. It was kind of funny to is see. Is that the play that Diggs pulled his groin on? Ooh! <laughs> Actually, he had already pulled his groin, and he came back in because he's gritty as fuck. By the way, did anyone else see the camera shot where, speaking of pulling Diggs' groin, it looked like the, it looked like the trainer was jerking him off? <laughs> Just I one, think baby. So, I mean, you watch the highlight reel and it's it some, for some reason omitted from that. I mean that that was the play of the game for me. Yeah, why well, was it a slow mo? It was a turning point. It really was. Um, well, two pretty good games um, in the for the Vikings and the and the Packers. Um, the Lions they lost. They played yeah, somebody. They, suck. they they lost to Carolina. Um, next, and that's yeah. next. Uh, let's really quick touch on. Um, Quick Adrian Peterson news. Oh, yes, please. Um, yes, he's please. He's obviously a player of interest. Um, he's been traded from the Saints to the Allegedly. Cardinals. Allegedly. Uh, uh, let's just give your thoughts. Let's start with well, uh, the professor. Some would say he was traded. I would say he switched teams. Um, yeah. He's just, he's, just, he's, just looking, he's looking for a new team to beat. Uh, and honestly, here's the truth of the matter is he already impregnated all the women in New Orleans. Oh, so he needed to go to a new city to uh, – uh, you know, father, my sons. I and I'm gonna switch it around a little bit here. I mean, I I really like uh, uh, Adrian Peterson. I think he's a classy individual. And I mean, you just saw how you know fair weather Minnesota Vikings fans are. As soon as somebody you know turns their back, they just you know start shitting on them. And uh, just like the team, you know, it's, they'll Probably lose one that. game and then it's it's just game over. So I would just like to say that. Uh, you know, we just have a classic Minnesota Vikings fan right here. That's probably a good fit for him, honestly. He's probably better off there. He probably is. Yeah, I do have to say that that was kind of petty, Professor. Mm. Oh, I love AP. I still have his jersey. Um, but, you know, uh, good gentlemen are not above a uh, little ribbing. Yeah. Sausage, do you have any thoughts on AP going to Arizona? Uh, I think he's a monster, and I think anyone who was ever a fan of his is also a monster. A worse monster, if that. Dang! Wow, that's, that's that got real very, dark. Yeah, wow. <laughs> He's shooting from the hip, Chicago style. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, what else is there? He? There's never been any Chicago Bears player that's acted like that. <laughs> <laughs> They're a spotless organization. <laughs> Clean as a whistle. Oh. Clean as a whistle. All right. Oh, by the way, quick uh, teacher's pet award to oh. Harry the Hitman with a huge interception, baiting a shitty rookie quarterback into a shitty throw. Yep. Way to go, Harry. I'm sure he'll be very flattered to hear that he's got the teacher's pet award. That's right. It's prestigious. Sure won't next week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Very good. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to hit up the bar 
uh, because us, us, mid, us Midwestern types really like to drink. So Thirsty. Welcome back. Kings of the North. Rob with an H. I rob better job. We, did, we didn't miss it. When you've got such strong characters around you, it's easy to get caught up and <clears throat> lose yourself. We're a, we're a pretty rowdy crew, and we're about to go to the bar right now. It's going to get real rowdy now. Yes, we. Yes, it is. <laughs> Especially when the sausage is involved. He really kicks things up to another level, because this guy knows how to party. Um, so we're each going to take a, uh, three different turns getting drinks at the bar. and Let's uh, start off with a beefcake. Beefcake... Your first drink, set the tone. Well, Rob, I'm gonna do things a little unorthodox here. Uh, I'm going to, you know, change things up and uh, get a Cabra Alvino for Aaron Rodgers this week. Now, a Cabra Alvino is, it's an Italian term meaning goat with wine. That means that this is a goat cheese Jesus. that is cured in red wine. Um, yes, eating your drinks, now that is genius. And uh, a true genius like number 12 eats his drinks, and they are high class because this is nice, good goat cheese for the goat, the greatest of all time. You think this bar has a goat cheese drink? <laughs> <laughs> Certainly. I mean, it better. Otherwise, I'm getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> he looks like a goat. I'll give you that much. Wow. Oh, Thank you. Uh, that is not that is lame, Professor. Please. All right. Hey, so I'm drinking a, here. That's a very interesting first drink. Um, we're going to move on to uh, the polar sausage. G- get us going in the right direction. Get your first drink. Okay, so my first drink goes out also to the Packers. Uh, oh, thank you. I'm going to get them around a uh, – this is a, a new twist on an old cocktail. This is mm. a Crosby post-banger. <laughs> Ooh. It's nice to see Crosby back in his old form. Of oh, no. <laughs> Crosby, Blair Doink. Walsh. Oh, Mason, Blair Walsh, Here Crosby. They come. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So the Packers scarf that down very, very eager. Uh, hey, I just got one thing to say to that, and that's just win, baby. Yep. That's Whatever it takes. That is your mantra. I mean, the, as well as the, the grit that you that the team showed, you know, coming Spain back from – man, it, 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 they're going to be – Is time for him to go, though? No, because he's going to be better in the long run. Are you worried that next week he's going to miss a game-winning field goal against the Vikings? Absolutely not. I have all the faith in the world. And also, not only do we have the greatest quarterback of all time, we have the greatest kicker of all time. I think that's clear. That's outrageous. Dear God. <laughs> that is incredible. To be fair, the worse that he does, the, the higher their likelihood of winning the Super Bowl goes. Because isn't that isn't that when he had that I, horrible it, season when they yeah ended up he did winning? not he did not do very well that year. So you know what I I I embrace I'm say these now. Missed. I can see it developing. He has the yips again, but they the will they oh, will not yipping. even make the playoffs. He's oh he's wow! Yipping. What a hot wow. take! Very hot take. He's that was lukewarm at best. <laughs> All right, very good. Uh, Professor Pigskin, your first drink. All right. Um, so this week I'm ordering all cocktails in honor of the Polish sausage being here. Oh, great. Um, and yes. I'm He's a hard-drinking man. And I'm switching things up a bit, and all my drinks are, are looking in the past, much like a Packers fan. Um, my first drink is They'll called... They'll pass you by, glory days. It's called the Nutty Irishman. 
Uh, it's Irish cream and a hazelnut liqueur. And I'm sending the nutty Irishman to Stefan Diggs. Uh, the Packers' defense is soft, but that groin injury needs to heal up a little bit in order to be ready for oh. next week. So a nutty Irishman to Stefan Diggs. I'm confused. So is is he going to nut in it? I don't understand. <laughs> what, is it because of a groin yeah, thing? Yeah, this makes no, no sense. It's, it's, it's a groin. He, look, you guys are thinking about this way too hard. <laughs> he pulled his groin. What do you ask him to do with this drink? It, yeah, he considers <laughs> to drink it. Drinking something nutty is going to make his groin feel better. It's not that hard to figure out. I think your ideas are nutty right yeah. now, Professor. The nutty, the nutty professor? Oh. You're the nutty professor, Pigskin, right now. Way to now. find that low-hanging fruit, guys. <laughs> Sometimes that's the sweetest fruit of all. Always is. All right. <laughs> well, you guys are short men, so I suppose you'd think that. Uh, whatever, Professor. You're, you're a nerd. All right, Beefcake, your second drink. What do you have? This one is actually going to be a drink for me. Um I'm oh. going to order up the Packers offense a triple A drink. Uh, now this is uh, it's a mix of Goldschlager, sour apple pucker, and Jägermeister. I think wow! You need, I think you need AA, not triple A. No triple A because <laughs> it's going to mimic the three-headed monster that Minnesota will have to face in the backfield of Green Bay this week as the three Aaron's Rodgers, Jones, and Ripkowski are going to make mincemeat <laughs> of this soft defense. That, let's be honest, this defense allowed the worst offense in the league to put up 17 points. Now imagine oh. what a real offense is going to be able uh, to do worst? against it. Yes. No. Please. The worst offense in the league. Maybe and the now, worst reputation. Certainly. <laughs> certainly. I, um, and now real players are going to be putting up some serious points on Zimmer All right. boys. First off, I have two rebuttals. Uh, and God, the first office, just... I thought you were going to say that three of the refs' names were Aaron because that's the only thing that makes sense. Um, secondly, thank you. Um, He's rebounding. Just of, of, of those 17 points, two were a safety, not the offense, and the seven came from a fake punt. So, uh, And the other touchdown was a, off of a tip ball, kind of fluky. So just, in reality, the, the Vikings even gave up zero points. Just barely lose, baby. Uh, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Well, with that being that being said, I think that segues into your second drink, sausage. Uh, set the tone. Sausage. So, like a true Bears fan, I am living in the past. Yes. I don't want to look to the future. Yes. Nineteen eighty-five, baby. So I'm gonna go back Just to. I'm gonna go back to last week, but it does, or well, last week, two weeks ago, I suppose. Um, and Glorious. my next drink is again for the Green Bay Packers. Specifically, wow. one one in particular. This cocktail is also a new twist on an old classic. This is a phony Negroni, <laughs> which is going to go to Devontae Adams, who was faking it. Oh, please. Who was clearly faking wow. on it. Or, if anything, that hit gave him clearer focus than he's ever had in his life because he went out and played the best game he's ever had. That is a ridiculous accusation. It and was then, certainly not the best game that he's ever had. And Danny Gervaisen should be expelled from this country for he, hitting like that. Danny Gervaisen <laughs> got suspended for two games. Devontae Adams is missing zero and is playing better than he ever had has that is completely unfair and i feel like the nfl should go back and suspend Devonte adams for faking it for taking a dive and pretending like he had a head injury taking advantage of the cte controversy so yeah. you know he could he knows he could spoken like a true chicago and, and and taking on trump's view of america you with the fake news <laughs> aspect you should be out of this country my friend i just i'm gonna put it out there that the bears only lost this game because 
because Dan Trevathan was out of the game and they had none of their starting linebackers playing last night. You know, that's tough but fair. Tough but and fair. So just to define exa- exactly what a phony Negroni is, it is oh, yeah. a cocktail glass with Campari and shit because that's what Devontae <laughs> Adams is full of. <laughs> wow. That's the most um, heated, I think. Some sweet, the, some real sweet shit, because it smelled real nice down in Dallas. Yeah, the bouncer is starting to get kind of worried right now because these two, uh, beefcake and the sausage, are really getting nose to nose. I had to separate them actually, just now. Um, anyhow, let's uh, let's calm things down and go to the professor. Your second drink. You know. Sausage and I, we're really bonded tonight. This we're, is this we're on, ridiculous. We're on the same wavelength because I'm ordering up a Shirley Temple for Devonta Adams. Oh, dear Lord. a fake injury <laughs> deserves a fake cocktail. <laughs> However, I will say that this one comes with a real drink kicker next week when he suffers a real injury against the Vikings. We're going to show him what a headshot actually is like. Wow. So <laughs> you're, you're, you're saying that the Vikings will cheat in order to win? Uh, no, we're just playing tough-nosed football all the way through the whistle. 60-minute football, baby. Professor, what's the bounty that you're putting on <laughs> Devontae's head? Uh, is, is it a... Is it I, got a, a I got a case of hams to whoever, whoever <laughs> sends Devontae Adams to the hospital. Case of hams. <laughs> case of hams if, he had, if he's taken out. To be drinking with me. 30-pack if it yeah. involves a gurney. And I'm, I'm probably going to drink 20. Yeah, well, that's uh, rather disturbing, but, but uh, I respect your decision. All right, last round. Um, these have been some pretty stiff drinks, so I think we're going to stick to three this week. Uh, Beefcake, what is your third drink to close things out? Well, speaking of stiff, I'm going to give a drink to the Minnesota Vikings kicker, Kai Forbath. Um, I'm going to give him a Green Flash Passion Fruit Kicker IPA because he is one fruity kicker, let me tell you. Holy cow, did he luck he out last picks. night. Um I was so ready for the Vikings to just whiff on that kick that I'm 100% confident Forbath will miss at least 50% of his kicks this week, be it extra points, field goals, all of them. They're all in the same category. It's statistically impossible for a Vikings kicker to have two good games in a row. And it's been at least three weeks since an easy kick was missed for Minnesota, so we are like, Way overdue on this. Statistically impossible. I'd expect I'm, such no, vocabulary I'm speaking, from the I'm, professor. I'm speaking in his language so that he can understand me for I'm once. I'm crunching the numbers and they don't compute. Yeah, he's got his abacus. Just win, baby. Just win, baby. That's You need to just focus on that, not the, not the numbers. I don't the know statistics. what you're talking about. I know you're trying to branch out, but you got to stick to your strings, cake. All right. Now, your last round, pull a sausage. You're, yeah, you need to you need to calm down a little bit and get a drink that kind of you know brings you back to earth. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, I'm done talking about the Packers. I hate them. I hate them. I hate the Packers. But I'm done. Feeling I'm is done. mutual. I'm moving. I'm moving on. So my next. Just like I hate you. Hey. Hey, you two. Take it easy. Uh, all right. All right. Uh, so my next drink is is a round for the Minnesota Vikings. Thank you. So another another new twist on an old classic. You've heard of the Alabama Slammer. This is the Oklahoma Slammer, Ooh. and this is dedicated specifically to Sam Bradford because oh, I only no. know two things about him. He's from Oklahoma, and he gets slammed to the ground oh, constantly. Yes! Oh, I love it. Oh, that was... And he doesn't get up. That's the best part, just like when you drink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's tough to get up after you after you've hit the ground. And it only takes one. Ooh. Oh man, he doesn't have the grit. Are you saying man. Sam Bradford is a lightweight? <laughs> I'm saying that he is a light weight and a light bone density. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He. Uh, <laughs> I was his terrible. his not only his physical fortitude <laughs> is is low, but his mental fortitude is low as well. As he well. just doesn't have the grit to compete. I think in he showed a lot of grit competing out there on a bad leg for as long as he did. You know, a lot of heart. It takes a lot of grit to stand in the end zone for six yeah, seconds. Yeah, oh my god, almost six seconds. <laughs> so you think if he had, if he was stronger willed individual, that these injuries wouldn't have shit? Clearly, I, I think <laughs> wouldn't that's, have manifested themselves. That's obviously what the city. I mean, you they've Mind gone over for, matter. They've gone for years trying to statistically determine how injuries are tracked. They can't do it. Clearly, it comes down to grit, heart. I think the you professor know, I mean, is involved in some of that research. I, and and. Uh, obviously he is, and obviously he still knows nothing. Yeah, he's. Uh, one day you're gonna have. Re- he hasn't reached any conclusions. I, I, one day you're gonna have an injury. I know the last twenty years you've only missed like three games of quarterback play. One day the other shoe's gonna drop, and you'll see how it feels. <laughs> and you're gonna get off the bandwagon because that's all you are is a dirty bandwagon fan. Professor, are you calling for another bounty? I, I'm not saying anyone should <laughs> injure Aaron Rodgers, but I'm saying how much it would be fair to the universe if I, it happened. I don't think it would be fair at all to deprive the universe of the greatest football player that has ever performed. And I mean, that would be that would hurt the NFL so much that I I think they would have to put a it bounty would, on the entire Vikings I am, organization. I'm taking a knee until Aaron Rodgers gets injured. I will say this is another thing that I agree with the beefcake. Not that Aaron Rodgers is the greatest uh, football player in the world, but I know in the Beefcake's mind there's only two. It's Rodgers and Favre. And Rodgers has been able to accomplish near as much without the without the help of performance-enhancing uh, uh, performance drugs like painkillers and bush light. <laughs> that we know of. <laughs> uh, yeah, the bush light I'm not so sure about, but definitely the painkillers aspect of it. All right, All very right. good. Professor Pigskin, I'm slightly disturbed by just how much – how much? I mean, you want the Vikings to win, but you also want other teams' star players to be injured. And I'm, stuff. Say, I'm just, not saying I want him to. I'm saying it would be fair if it happened. Right, right. So what you're saying is just win, baby. Uh, I'm just I'm a student of philosophy as well, and you know. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Football philosophy. Anyway, I'm also a student of I'm thirsty and need another drink. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Here's what I'm doing. I'm ordering a cocktail called the All Jacked Up. All right. I'm, and I'm sending it down to Marcus Wheaton. However, I'm not paying for it myself. I'm putting it on uh, uh, Kiss and Titties Trubisky's tab. Uh, Smart. Uh, this is going to Marcus Wheaton, who got just destroyed by Anderson Deho. Just rocked. Sent his world into a, a tailspin. It was like a, such an awesome hit. It was like Smash Mouth, NFC North, gritty football. That was a clean uh, hit. And so, you know what? Uh after taking such punishment, Marcus Wheaton deserves it all jacked up. But his, his terrible quarterback's got to pay for it because he left him out to dry. So you're ordering this and then just saying, like, put it on his tab? Yeah. I think uh, something tells me Mitch will have no problem with that because he just – he's going to be too busy just off in the ladies' dressing room, like, trying to, like, get in yeah. and kiss more titties. He's got bigger things on his mind. <laughs> bigger fish to fry. I don't think he discriminates. Yeah, I doubt it. All right. Well, thanks for uh, – thanks for – Taking uh, taking a little time to join us in the bar. We'll be back next week. We're regulars here. They know us by name, even though we've got different drinks every week. And uh, next, I think we're going to venture into four-down territory. We're back. 
on Kings in the North. Thanks so much for joining us. We've exited the bar and now we're ready to venture into four down territory. Stumbling, if you will. Stumbling and bumbling. This is Rob Whoop. with an H here with Dipola Sausage, the Beefcake, and Professor Pigskin. Uh, and in four down territory, what we do is explore a topic and we each get four downs to go over it. And uh, this week we've got a very interesting category. This week we have player celebrations that we wish we could see. Well, NFL celebrations. Yeah, I think this is a good year to do this too because uh, you know obviously the the league has has you know lightened up on what you can do. Touchdowns, mm. sacks. I mean, it's all kind of just like hey. Have a little more fun, you know. Yeah, a little more celebrations fun. are coming back. Um, we we had the elite Viking celebration. That was a good one. Um, the mediocre Packers one. Oh please, our, it was pretty cool. I'll give it to you. Are props still outlawed? I didn't see all the official rulings on this. I think you can use the the football as a prop as long as it's not degrading to other teams. So basically, not fun. I got I got to change all my answers. Quick, sorry. <laughs> no, you can draw penalties yeah. on your answers. That's fine. Yeah. Oh, penalties. <laughs> Yeah, this is a fine free zone. Sausage right is the Gallagher of, <laughs> of, uh, t- of uh, football celebrations. He's like a prop, prop celebrator. All right, well, let's uh, let's let's start things off, and by way of a very intense rock paper scissors uh, tournament of champions, guess what? Rob with an H has emerged as the number one overall. It was pretty controversial. Ridiculous. It was not without controversy, but. Just win, baby. The refs that's, refs helped them out a lot. Yes, they did, but you would that's know. okay. Just win, baby. It's all about relationships in this Jesus game. Jesus Christ. All right, so my first overall pick, I'm going to take one that I think is going to be close to Vikings fans' hearts. Oh, boy. And my celebration is going to be the Blair Walsh therapy session. Oh, no. So when he hits a... When he hits a field goal, what he's going to do, and he's going to need his teammates. Is this is this specifically Blair Walsh? This doing is specifically this? Okay. Blair Walsh. Okay. What's going to need to happen is a couple of players are going to need to provide a chair, um, and then another like maybe the coach could even get involved in this. Oh boy. They're going to come out and sit, and then a couple of players are going to provide sort of like the couch, and then Blair Walsh is going to lie down on that couch, and then he's just going to talk it out, you know, because. Of, because he's oh, had, you know, I think he's probably got a lot of demons still to uh, exercise, and you know, therapy's good for that. So I think that's got to be his signature uh, celebration. I really like that, especially. That's, that's funny. I like that a lot, especially with how he's bounced back with the Seahawks now, and you know, is gonna, is probably gonna knock the Vikings well, out of the playoffs. So that'll well, be good. Let's see what happens in the playoffs. That's Ooh, where legacies. Playoffs, are nice. Games. Playoffs. All right. Well, at the second we overall pick, we're gonna go to to pull a sausage. So, for my pick for celebration in the NFL, this is open to any team. Okay, I like any that. Any team oh, certainly. that can possibly certainly. and needs to do the, and to use the celebration, they need to score on the opening drive. So, not on the kickoff, but on their mm-hmm. opening drive. Okay. So, then what happens So, the Packers is, will probably do it. So, this could be open to well, the Packers the Bears. if they get enough calls from the refs. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So... Uh, so this is potentially open to the Packers. So after you score your opening in your opening drive, the player that scores will have a podium brought out to the front of the end zone, <laughs> put on a tie, and then a banner will fall from the <laughs> from the uprights behind him saying "Mission accomplished." <laughs> yes. 
Not not mission complete, Ooh. mission accomplished. Yes. <laughs> Who knew there'd be more game to play? Oh man. Wow, that's uh, a that's a that's a great one. That's a great one. Oh, this is gonna get, this is gonna be a really weird four down territory. Gonna read, <laughs> gonna yeah, this tell. is gonna be probably the weirdest yet. <laughs> all, right. all right, well let's go over to Professor Pigskin. Your first uh, your first pick. <clears throat> all right, we all love player celebrations, but you know who doesn't celebrate enough? Coaches. Ooh. So I've got a celebration in mind for Mike Zimmer. Um, after any time like there's a big play by the Vikings, I want him to like exaggeratedly like rub his eyes like like, <laughs> like yep. you know like, you, you take your fist up your eyes and you rub them like you can't see twice. But then I want him to have like a fake eyeball in his hand <laughs> and he's gonna drop it while he's doing the wrong eye thing and be like, oh no, where'd my eye go? And like, kind of like, chase after it and like, around the sidelines. <laughs> that's that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Do you think he Thank seems you. like the – does he have the kind of personality that would agree to that sort of thing? <laughs> um, no, but it seems cool. Rob, this There's isn't no about – Rob, this isn't about being realistic. Yeah, you're probably right about that. All right, thanks for putting They've me all seemed pretty realistic so far. Yeah, you're right. All right, uh, to end round one. And begin and, round two. And begin round two, we've got, uh, we've got the beefcake. All right, I'm going to start with one that I think is a, a real classic and one that I'm actually a little surprised maybe hasn't been done, and that's uh, after you score a touchdown or, or a kick. A kick works too. I Just scoring some points, um, do the Charlie Brown kick where you have your teammate like hold the ball for you, and then as you're going to go kick it, have him pull it away at the last second. I think that just Charlie be, Brown and Lucy gag? I think it'd be a classic, hilarious little gag that everybody would get a laugh out of. And one that could actually happen. Yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't seem like the sort of thing that you'd think would be like a celebration because someone ends up being made a fool of. I think it's all in good fun, though. Yeah. Like, and Everyone can relate to it. Are you, are you concerned about injury at all? Why would you be concerned about injury when you have a gritty team? And I guess I guess Charlie Brown was always fine. Yeah, I mean, he, exactly. It's, it's, it's all ego good. Ego is bruised, of course, and... But he kept coming back. Yeah, it just you know built his built his heart and his grit. Nice, nice. Um, and then for my first pick of the second round, I'm going to do one that's specifically related to a player. Um, this is for Randall Cobb when he scores a touchdown. If he takes the yep. ball and starts eating it like corn on the cob, yep. and then like turns <laughs> it over typewriter style. <laughs> I just think that, uh, and then you can get the teammates to get into it as well, like. Oh, up. butter it up! Yeah, oh, <laughs> roll man. the Packer put, fans put, love put butter. Put some salt on it. Yeah. Oh, I just I would be so into that. I'm surprised that that hasn't happened. Yeah, that seems too obvious. <laughs> Way too obvious. The long season. Yeah, yeah it man. is. We uh, we got to get this podcast to like league offices. Like we really do. <laughs> players least, need to hear this. stuff. At least to the locker room. I'm working yeah. on it. Believe All me. right. Yeah. Let's. Just, we got some guys. Yeah, okay. I'm working on it. All right, Professor. <clears throat> your second pick. Uh, my second pick. I'm gonna go. And go with a celebration for um, well, we'll go with a non-Viking this time around. I'm gonna give a cel- give one for uh, Eli Manning. Ooh, uh, every why would time, you do that? every time. Well, here's why: because he needs it. Uh, he's on the tail end of his career. Unlike his brother, he doesn't have um, a little like merchandising opportunity to go into. He has no papa, uh, and he needs to fix that. So after he makes a good play, whenever it happens, occasionally. He needs to like start like kind of doing the Wayne's World bit where he like holds up merchandise all the time. You know, he just needs to start like hold up a Papa John's pizza, hold up some aspirin, hold up a, a case of Pepsi. Like he needs to start doing something. So I'm saying like Eli, every time you do something, 
like start like holding things up, start working on that like a post player career. You need it. What do you think the ideal? What, what do you think the ideal item or company for uh, for Eli to hawk for? What is what's his what's his brand? I mean, I'd start with a, with a box of Kleenex. That's, that's where, <laughs> you'd, where you'd start. Um, but after that, I mean, there's the sky's the limit on that guy. Uh, I'd like to see him do something with a, uh, some sort of toilet paper company. I think I don't. Know, I just I feel like you know he 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 talk about how cushy and like soft he is. I think that'd be a really good one. Sure, Charmin. Oh, maybe yeah. ultra soft. Ultra Not bounty though. That's too, that's too gritty for him. Would that be better for the bears? That's Ooh. dumb. They're they're like wow. Their character, cartoon characters are ridiculous. Bears that wipe their <laughs> bears that wipe their butts and then gets toilet paper stuck to it. Those Which is not unlike weird. the. <laughs> I mean, that's a pr- it's premium toilet paper. I'll say that. So, all right. Well, that being said, let's move on to uh, your second pick, uh, Polish sausage. So, so as you all know, well know now, I, I've been disgusted with the NFL recently. I've been disgusted with this activism. Oh yeah. Been- Man. Surging through the NFL, we're gonna have a problem. I'm proud. I'm proud of our vice president Omar <laughs> for spending a quarter million dollars to to show to show the NFL who's boss. Trump, who apparently ordered him to do that because he's a lackey. But anyhow, the NFL is um, no place for protesting unless you're protesting the protesting. So I think that this is the Allegedly. perfect opportunity to for NFL players to rededicate themselves to America. So. Not just standing at attention during the national anthem, but also when they when they score a touchdown, I want them to celebrate the United States history. So I think they should reenact famous U.S. Yes. paintings and sculptures. Oh, so the first, the I would say that yes, Washington crossing the Delaware oh, is going oh, to be yeah, the yeah. first Sorry, that I would like to see, starting with. The Washington team, whose name is a racial slur, but starting <laughs> with the team from Washington, with Washington crossing the Delaware. Wow. I and then like maybe it. on to Iwo Jima. Iwo Jima. I think that would be a great one. Yeah, a great moment in the U.S. history. I think there's a lot of opportunities to honor our country, more than just standing for the national anthem, and I think it's disgusting that the NFL is not doing more of it. If it was possible for me to hate Chicago more, <laughs> like, I, I don't... I, I don't know what I would do. Like this, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Well, the sausage is always looking to squeeze out as much patriotism as as he can out of any activity. And he's squeezing. He's red, yes, white, and blue, is. baby. Yes, he is. All right. Well, that's his second pick. Now, Rob with an H. I've got the last pick of round two and the first pick of round three. So, my last pick of uh, round two uh, is another player-specific pick. And this one is the Sam Bradford clap. Oh, no. <laughs> because... It's like a disease thing? Oh. No, 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 it isn't. It's not a disease. Oh, hasn't he taken and it And what enough? this is, is it's him on the sidelines clapping after a good play because he is on the injured reserve. <laughs> is it a slow clap? Is he still wearing his helmet? It, it's sort of like He wore a, his helmet so long last night after he was out. Yeah, that was weird. It wasn't even that cool. It's kind of sad. Are you worried about his ability to hit his target? <laughs> oh. I mean, he's accurate. He's accurate at short distances. So I'm not worried about that. It's I, his mobility that's the problem. Yeah, that's true. He's got to stay stationary as he claps. I worry about him moving around uh, as he's clapping because I, he might fall. You know, <laughs> just run into something. 
Um, so that's the Sam Bradford clap. Most likely his um, offensive line. He's about as mobile as the beefcake after a couple too many old Milwaukee's. <laughs> There's never too many. For the it's impossible. Cake. One's too much. <laughs> All right. So my next pick, the first pick of round three, this one is for a pass player, and I'm I'm very uh, I'm surprised looking back that this wasn't uh, something that he was uh, he was doing. That's the Peyton Manning pizza throw. Oh, oh, <laughs> that's awesome. Manny so Rose. after he throws, uh, you know, after he throws a touchdown, he he does the he's tossing the dough in the air. You know, he's <laughs> he could is, even do, he uh, could even do some stuff like he was eating a piece of pizza. That would have been so good later on. You like he presents um, it to the to the. To the yeah, audience, yeah, maybe? Yeah, he's kneading the dough. Oh, that'd maybe. be great. Yeah, maybe he's, even later on, he kind of mimics the, uh, or mimes, excuse me, the, um, like, taking the pizza out of the oven with the big, long, sure. uh, you know, pizza, whatever it is. Um, that's what I'm thinking that he should have done, especially those last couple of years when he was just the total shill mm-hmm. for everybody. He should have been, he should have been doing it on the field. Yeah, he like, should have been promoting. If you're going to go all in, go all in. I'm that, with you. Yeah, so... Maybe Eli can pick up that mantle. It's not no, too late can't. for Eli. It is. Uh, but looking back, um, there, there is money left on the table with that. A I lot feel of like. money. So that's my, uh, that's my third pick. And now for your third pick, pull a sausage, something a little bit less controversial, please. Please. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm sorry America is controversial, but uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dial it back. I'm going to go with something traditional, just dancing. We're gonna, but none of this, none of this new new fancy suggestive dancing what i want to see is the entire dance from the video version of the archie bell and the drills tighten up (laughs) (laughs) there's about 20 different dance moves in it and they're all ridiculous yes professor please link to this it's hilarious that's like a six minute like (laughs) thing he's our I, by the way, one of my favorite Simpsons moments is when Homer is the one-man band, and he says, I'm Archie Bell, and I'm also the Drells. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got. Oh, that's great. That's yeah, great. very good. Very good pick. That would be a lot of fun. All right, Professor Pigskin, your third pick. All right, I've got one more non-Vikings pick, and this one I'm going to a division rival, actually. Mm. Uh, I've got a touchdown – not a touchdown, but like – a celebration for Clay Matthews. Ooh, um, I'm sure he'll love it. And here's the thing. I think if you're going to do something, you should go all in on it. So after Clay Matthews makes a good play, which I'm sure will happen again at some point, um, he, should, like, he should kind of like kind of turn around and kind of bend over a little bit and have a teammate pretend to inject his ass with steroids. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to do it, just own it. <laughs> Your response, Beefcake? Uh, I'd say the same about your entire defensive front. Oh, that's all natural. Daniel, oh, please. Can we, can we talk about Gruden last oh. night, by the way? <laughs> Sorry, recording this the night after. We're recording oh. this Tuesday. Gruden got, like, rock hard about <laughs> yeah, Daniel Hunter's ridiculous. body. <laughs> if I was going to look like one guy, I'd, I'd want to look like Daniel Hunter. He to was like, fair, look at those he, arms. Look like at a, not just the length, but also the like the circumference or something. I don't know what he says. I mean, Daniel Hunter's disgusting. like a Greek statue, though. His like, body fat looks like 4%. Yeah, I, I looked, it was amazing, but still unprofessional. Allegedly amazing. His role as a color commentator, commentator is to bring you into the game. And that's yeah. what I think and he, he did. And he did a shitty right. job last night, I'll say that. Okay, okay, okay. What, are you just turning Gruden? Yeah, wow. He's your idol, man. You're last night disciple. was a tough one. I'll give him, I'll give him that. He had, he had an off night. just because the Vikings won. He had the an off night. Here. 
That taints oh. your entire. Order there your, was there was no there was no winning for any. Order your last, last drinks, you imbecile. The only winning would be if it was a tie. Anyway, this is down territory. By the my way, my last two. <laughs> We've left the bar. My last two drinks. It's all the same. Um, my last two drinks. I'm going to get a little, uh, not nerdy, but um, certainly uh, two drinks that speak speak to my childhood, and. Uh, the same with a lot of these players, these younger players who are starting to come into the NFL. These are all these are two things that they were really into as kids, I feel, as well. So the first one is, like, I would like to see them score a touchdown. Somebody score a touchdown and then throw the football at a teammate and have the teammate be like a Pokemon that was caught in the football. <laughs> That's and good. And they, like, like curl That's up into a hell. ball, like, around the ball and, like, Wiggle for a little bit, and so, then it's like so they would literally be slaves, like NFL owners want them to be. Oh, <laughs> well, that's what happens with Pokemon. You turn them into their your slaves. Dang, man, I have I have no comments. On that. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what to Are say with that. I mean, I like the I like the idea. How do, would you? How would they kind of like mime out that they're being captured I, I feel by the like, ball? I don't know. Well, it, they could like wrap themselves around the ball maybe, and then like roll up into a ball and roll. Yeah, you, like the, you know the, how they the roll three like times. three times, kind of thing. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and then after they stand still, the other guy would like freak out and like jump around and stuff like that. Someone from the sidelines should run in with like a one of the Ash Ketchum hats. And oh, have, like, put it on yeah. And See that, yeah. or like bring out the Pokedex maybe or yep, something yep, like yep. that. Yeah, sure. this can work. This can work. Um, I like where you're at. Yeah, it, I think it could use maybe a little bit of tweaking, but I like the idea of it. Yeah. And then um, my solid. last my last pick also from something from my childhood is uh, I would love to see them somebody score a touchdown or have a big sack or something like that, and then they start powering up like in Dragon Ball Z, hmm. but it takes like five minutes, and and they have to like delay the game several times. Turn down the lights, <laughs> and then eventually maybe maybe they run a couple plays. While they're still powering up, and then eventually they do the big like. He's over nine thousand. Logistically, how did uh, that's a tough one, but I like where you're at, just in terms of the spirit of it. I just want to specify that I think that NFL owners view people as property, (laughs) just like all all billionaires do. Not making any comments about the the players themselves, just the terrible NFL owners. Polis sausage is a piece of shit, but he doesn't support slavery. (laughs) That's true. Maybe you should maybe you should be the fan of a of a team that has you know millions of owners instead. Jeez, you're living in millions of slave owners. (laughs) Living in that fantasy world. All right. Well, you made your point. All right, uh, Professor, your final pick. All right. My final celebration goes out to Case Race Keenum. Uh, here we yes. go. Yes. Uh, he has a couple more weeks until Teddy takes over and wins MVP. Uh, but until then, here's what's going to happen. After Case Race uh, scores a touchdown, of which there will be many next week, someone's going to throw him a few beers Stone Cold style. Um, and then he and some other teammates are going to start um, – kind of running the race it's gonna be like they're gonna be started running and his teammates will be ahead of him and case will be running all of a sudden he'll be like i'm running i'm falling behind and he'll crack open a beer and he'll start drinking it as he runs he'll run way faster and win the race um <laughs> yeah just like that he did what uh what he did is he drank some beer and won the race because he's case race keenum that'd be awesome celebration that's uh... a. <laughs> 
He's got a drink of here's, beer. Here's what I want to know. Is, yeah. Who is who is Case, Case Keenum winning a race against? Sam Bradford? <laughs> oh, I no. mean, yeah. No, but, this is, okay, it's obviously a little pantomimed. Um, but, like, it's just the spirit of the event. He's going to, they're going to, like, let him win as he's drinking a beer. It's going to be really funny. The fans will like it. And plus, he's going to be, like, eight beers deep by the end of the Packers game because he's going to score so much. It's going to be awesome. So what you're saying by they let him win is that you're in favor of participation control. <laughs> Uh, Doesn't sound very gritty to me. Oh, okay, Pokemon boy. <laughs> Whatever, Professor. You are never very good at sports, so you owe you the only trophies you got are the participation. Well, Whatever. Let's play chess after this podcast, oh. Rob. Don't bring me into this. I'm just playing devil's advocate. <laughs> All right, very good. Last pick for the post sausage. The professor's uh, pick was a good segue into mine because I would I'd be remiss if I didn't bring in professional wrestling into my picks. <laughs> uh, and I also want to focus on some of the negative moments in football for a player because I think we've been mostly focusing on positive things. Uh, and I think that what sometimes deserves a celebration, a pick-me-up, would be after your team's quarterback gets sacked. Uh, Professor Pigskin, I know you were very aware of this with uh, Bradford last There's a couple night. last night. So, um, so what I think would be a good celebration by the sack quarterback is after they were laid out, that they quickly do the Undertaker sit-up and then turn their head over <laughs> to the other team to show I am not done. <laughs> That's excellent. Uh, I can see I'll Trubisky that doing that a lot. Like, That's a good one. That would definitely that make the, for the Undertaker at least. It definitely unnerves his opponents. Oh, it's always like, what do I have psychological to do to torture? Keep, what do I have to do to keep this guy down? So that would definitely be something that <laughs> maybe uh, Sam Bradford could learn because he's down a lot. All right, uh, my man. final pick. Work. My final pick. I'm going to the past again, and I'm picking out a very specific moment in time for my. Uh, for my final celebration. And that is the year that Brett Favre was with the New York Jets. Oh, oh man. And so my I'm so excited my celebration is the Brett Favre dick pick celebration. <laughs> where he takes the I ball about and he this. acts as though it was his shitty I imagine like a like a razor or something. <laughs> his flip phone. So wait, is this is this is like Favre runs into the end zone and then does this? Yeah, he runs yeah, in and then he he pantomimes that he is about to take a picture of his his uh, rather unimpressive uh, athlete genitals, <laughs> and then he sends it to uh, various various uh, various horrified women who will you know turn him in maybe he could like hold the football up afterward like looking for signal kind of thing yeah or like maybe yeah, he absolutely. uses the football as his genitals and actually and takes a picture of it like he has a he does yeah. the to where that's he probably pulls gonna the be phone a little up. more flat no that's, that's joe oh. horn <laughs> excuse me <laughs> yeah trust me so that's know, one that maybe i know about a, joe horn that's one that maybe the jets can pick up you know just as sort of a legacy thing yeah yeah a little throwback yeah, but that I'm surprised that after that whole scandal broke, that Brett Favre didn't capitalize. That was a miss opportunity. Make it part of, make it part of you know opportunity. His, yes, he, it was. He was way too focused on winning and way too classy to do something like that. True. I mean, class is what you think of when you think of Brett Favre. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, oh, very man. good. That that was four down territory. Wow. That Great was four down territory. One. That was one of the weirdest ones I think we've yeah. ever done. That was something else. <laughs> well, from four down territory, we take a stroll down memory lane next. Kings of the North, we are back. Thanks so much for joining us again. This is Rob with an H here with Dupola Sausage, Beefcake, mm. and Professor Pigskin. Indubitably. And now, one of our most emotional segments, I would say, because it always has a personal touch. Clearly. This is Memory Lane. We take a stroll down Memory Lane, and you're going to going to walk with us on this stroll this week. Mm-hmm. Professor Pigskin, it is your week to take this stroll. Yes, sir. And why don't you go ahead and uh, set the scene and uh, let's begin the let's begin the journey. Well, Rob, we're going back to 2009. I don't remember the exact date, but it's a glorious glorious day. Uh, it's 2009 and the Vikings rolled into Lambeau Field yeah. led by their Quarterback, Ugh. Pro Bowl quarterback, Brett Favre. Oh, wow. Oh, man, yes. Uh, the Vikings went to Lambeau with Brett Favre at quarterback. Fun fact, they played in front of the largest crowd in Lambeau history, at least at that time. It may have been surpassed, but that was the largest crowd in Lambeau history. And the largest crowd in Lambeau history. It was surpassed by a tractor pull. <laughs> Not long after. In uh, the Garth Brooks concert as well. Hey, nothing uh, wrong with that. <laughs> that dude is awesome. Anyway, keep going, Professor. Thunder rolls. Um, Plenty of friends down there. <laughs> I like that. Uh, right. Uh, the largest crowd in Lambeau history uh, got to see their hero, their savior, their golden boy walk in and rip their hearts out to the tune of 244 yards and four Four, count them, four touchdowns four. on the way to a uh, Vikings victory. I believe they won like 37 to 28 or something. No, they like won. That. It was like 31 to 28, and they got a yeah, huge a, Percy was, Harvin pass interference call in the end zone. Pass interference? What are you talking about? You don't know what you're talking about. Speaking of Percy Harvin, he had over 200 total yards, <sighs> multiple kickoff returns, deep, getting deep in Packers territory, a 51-yard touchdown. From Florida, Gator Chomp, 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 Chomp. Pre-migraine Percy Harvin, back when he had short potential. Um, and it was Should amazing. have taken a leave. Favre ran onto the field. The Packer fans booed him like the fickle babies no, they no, are. No, they didn't boo him. There they was... said boo urns. <laughs> <laughs> you might have been saying boo urns. Uh, but the boo urns were raiding down in Lambeau Field that day. Uh, and you know what the best part of that game was? It wasn't the win. It wasn't the touchdowns. It was the sad, pathetic looks on the faces of Packer fans as they realized that Aaron Rodgers wasn't as good and never would be as good as Brett Favre. Hold the phone. Beefcake. Beefcake, let me, because I was about to ask this, and and Professor sort of, he inadvertently kind of brought this up, but well, it was let's, let's, let's just uh, let's get your thoughts on this. Let's say that there's just a fantasy draft, not fantasy football, but just, you know, Fantasy land. Okay. Which an, an, an NFL draft in NFL fantasy and fantasy land. And you have both Brett Favre Let me, and hold on. Aaron Rodgers on the board. Look, before we get into this, I think we should we should 
finish up on the game before we we get into this. I think that's important. This is memory lane. We gotta finish up this game first. I mean, I don't know how much more there's to say other than <laughs> that. Like, all right, we you're dodging your the question. Packer you? fans cried. You are dodging the question. Jared, cry. Jared Allen, one of the best personalities in NFL history, had three sacks against Aaron Crybaby Rogers. Uh, this, is before, um, this is before he was a golden boy. I saw I saw Jared Allen play for the Bears. He sucked. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll say that this was before. Aaron Rodgers was the NFL's golden boy, and had this game been played in 2017, all three of those sacks would have been called personal fouls. But this was back when they called the game fairly, and they were counted as sacks. Would you say that we should make the NFL great again, Jared? <laughs> I don't know who this Jared character is. <laughs> Damn it. I didn't even do it this time. <laughs> it happens every week. Professor? Why me? <laughs> I'm outed. Well, be- before we – okay, so – that obviously was must have been very gratifying it's, for you, Professor. It, oh my God, it was the best day of my life. That might that might be outside of like most of the seventies and eighties. That is like might be the darkest day in Packers history, and it was it was only rectified by the next year winning the whole thing. Yeah, I do have to say I I don't remember that game specifically. I do remember w- watching that last playoff game oh, with yeah. the professor. Uh, intervention, intervention. We've, we've I remember there. being we've sitting side by side with him. And uh, you might have already been there, uh, but I do uh, remember the tears streaming down uh, his face. Pretty sure, pretty sure oh, no. we we already went there. Uh, the season can't end like that. <laughs> this is yeah. the Detroit man. This is the Super Bowl. But it did. All right. Well, before we move on, yeah. answer oh. the question. The fantasy draft. Um, I'm not gonna let you dodge okay, the question. I'm son of a look, bitch. Look, I, 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 I'm a child of the '90s. I grew up idolizing Brett Favre. Um, but I think it's clear, and I stand by what I said earlier, that Aaron Rodgers is the greatest quarterback that has ever played this game, and I'm sticking by uh, him 100. Beef take as a Packers fan. Good. I don't know if I have a follow-up to that. I don't know. Is, are we going to send that one around the horn, that question? Um, I like yeah, I like that. Go for it. Well, what I'm going to say, I'm going to go with Favre because for one simple fact. That, that he's most he, like Jay Cutler? He, Favre is a family man. Yes. <laughs> yes, he's a man that takes pictures of his dick while he's drunk and high on Vicodin and sends it to female reporters against their will. However, he's still a family man who loves his family with traditional American values. Right. And Aaron Rodgers is not, and I will not stand for That's it. That's right. That's right. Because he won't live in Trump's America. Um, I'll say that um, <laughs> the tiebreaker goes to who has the better commercials and there's clearly fire of those Wrangler commercials. You're out awesome. of your mind. You are out um, of your mind. First off, in that the newest commercial, he's throwing that ball at that dog. That ball hits the dog's mouth way too hard. That dog has a broken jaw now. Rogers, dog abuser. And you think Brett Favre never broke any it. fingers? Oh, well, for athletes, fine, but uh, human, we're talking about dogs. Human fingers. Human fingers. <clears throat> Aaron Rodgers hurts dogs. Difference. Plus, when he's driving with his head's out the window, that's a not. he's not a safe driver. He's a... He, Oh, that's, that's a reckless as hell. He broke willy, uh, willing, consenting fingers, unlike the women who were unconsenting to receive pictures of his penis. <laughs> you, yeah. I got nothing sure. for that one. <laughs> um, yeah, at least Aaron Rodgers hasn't done that. <laughs> I don't know. I think there's some shady shit on Rodgers that hasn't come out yet. Real Skeletons sh- in the closet? Real shady we'll shit. See, we'll, see, uh, we'll see after this week's game, I guess. <laughs> you think that... 
You think that the outcome of this week's game <laughs> will determine if there's some sort we'll of see his compromising information? I'm, revealed? I'm positive that's that's the situation. Wow. Well, that makes next week even more interesting. Well, thanks for, for uh, taking the stroll down memory lane. It was a glorious stroll. <laughs> yes, it was. That was an unforgettable day. That was weird. Oh. Really weird. Great day in NFL history. Really weird day. I was saying boards. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, when we come back, we're going to wrap things up here. We're going to wrap things up. And we're also going to... uh, We're going to share something. We're going to share an interesting stipulation for next week between two of our esteemed hosts here. Uh, Something that I'm sure you're going to want to hear. You're going to want to tune in for this. Yes, here on Kings of the North. Welcome back, Kings of the North, the NFC Podcast with Attitude. We're going to wrap things up. Thanks so much for joining us. We can't thank you enough for uh, supporting our podcast, listening to us, and hopefully, you know, sending feedback our way. Please. Five stars on iTunes, baby. We really, yeah, five stars on iTunes. Call us or like slap a big five star at the beefcake's back. That's right. You know, give him a good hearty slap on the back. It'll build my grit. That's right. And he needs it bad. Yes, he does. Well, let's uh, just really quick before we uh, end things, let's look ahead. Um, the Lions play someone. Uh, I'm drawing a blank. You mean here. they're losing? Someone who's going to get a victory for sure. The Lions will lose. Um, that rest assured. Uh, we've also got the Bears. Um, and since we've got the Polo Sausage, who I hope will rejoin us at some point coming up here. But the Bears, the, have, uh, the Bears have the Baltimore Ravens. Quote the sausage, nevermore. <laughs> That's nice. Uh, so I'm excited for the Bears' impending victory uh, coming up here against Baltimore. Uh, I I don't know much about Baltimore. I know two things. I know that Joe Flacco is elite, yep, but the Bears' clearly. defense is more elite. Uh, and then I also Obviously. know that uh, the wire was shot there. So uh, so that all leads me to believe that the Bears will win this game by at least a, I'm going to say, 20-point spread. I'm going to say that makes win. sense. I feel like they'll win by, like, a one-point safety in some strange, <laughs> weird way that happens. They'll block and return the extra Yeah, points. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Something weird and kooky. Yeah. Right, well, that's, some, that's something Hester. that we could look forward to. And we also have probably one of the premier games oh my of God. the entire year. Holy Ooh. shit. Uh, for someone from this area, we've got Vikings Packers. Woo! In, Min- in Minnesota. Yes. In Minnesota. All right. And to commemorate this, to right. kind of raise the stakes a little bit, Professor Pigskin, tell us uh, a little something extra that you're Beef adding cake. to this week's game. Yes, sir. I challenge you to I accept a... <laughs> Give me all of your money. <laughs> uh, I challenge you to a slap bet. Live on the podcast, the winner of the next week's game gets to slap the loser live on the air, and plus Rob with an H will record it and post it online as extra content. Seeing as how we will be watching the game together, and I have to be into that because just watching you know, your skin ripple in slow motion oh, when I play this thing back oh. will be one of the best moments of my life. I mean, first off, the Vikings that, won't... Sorry. 
the the professor is jowly, so that would be nice <laughs> to see. I, I'm like the um, in episode one in Naboo, the little creature. Like who uh, I'm going to pretend you laugh at my joke and that is, so thank you. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. We've got a, we've got a slap bet. Real a life slap, slap bet. bet. And because it's, you know, because it's on, we recorded it, this is legally binding. Clearly. And I will get the authorities involved if one of you two backs out. There's no backing Rest out. Rest assured, there is no backing out. So that's something to look forward to next week. Next week's going to be crazy. Next week, I think we're going to make it a very special show just because this is a special week for NFC North fans. So Big league. You've got something to look forward to. But thanks so much for joining us this week for DePolish Sausage. I just want to say it's going to be several weeks before I'm back on the podcast. Uh, I look Thank forward God. to returning when the Bears are number one <laughs> in the NFC North. <laughs> Miss. Mr. Trubisky is, is leading the way in a brand new era of offensive greatness. <laughs> I'm sure, uh, if that's your criteria for coming back, it might be a while. Go Tar Heels. Go Tar Heels, that's right. For Professor Pigskin. Oh man, baby, first place coming next week. Let's go! And for the beef pick. Time to lock up home field advantage this week. It's happening right Dang. now. Dang. This is Rob with the Thanks so much for joining us.